Thank you for hitting the download and subscribe button on iTunes and Google Play. This is Steven Jensen. You're listening to the Fight Talk Podcast. I'm sorry it's been a minute. We are back, and we are back for good. So, starting right now, we are back on track, doing regular episodes. Had to get a few things figured out. Uh, Don't want to get into details, but we got things figured out. We're up and running, and we are back 100%. I wanted to make sure to get on here today to get my NXT TakeOver Chicago predictions out there, as well as my WWE Money in the Bank predictions. If you hear my mouse, like right now, hear that clicking, that's just me navigating the page. have a little bit different of a setup, so uh should sound a little bit better, but at the same time, might hear a couple little things you hadn't heard before on here, but that all being said, it's all for the best, and once again, I'm very happy to be back and doing this once again on a regular basis. I'm really excited to do these predictions, and I'm also really excited for the interviews I have lined up for you guys in the coming weeks. I'm going to be talking to some independent pro wrestlers, and it should be a lot of fun. It's some stuff I think you guys are going to really, uh, really, really enjoy. And before I get started today, I wanted to give a quick shout out to Ariel Hawani. Um, not that I'll ever hear this, but Ariel Hawani, you know, I wanted to put this out there for those of you uh, who are listening because he's someone who's very important to me. Because if it wasn't for Ariel Hawani, I would have never went the podcasting route or even tried to cover mixed martial arts in any way, shape, or form. And he's a guy that really inspired me and it continues to inspire me. And there's three guys that I consider to be like my top three guys that I really look for as inspiration or, you know, people who kind of pioneered the stuff that I do or or not even necessarily pioneer, but the people that are the best at it, in my opinion, in the subjects that I'm the most, um, you know, interested in. And those three, three people are Ariel Hawani, uh, Sam Roberts, and Joe Rogan. And all three of them have podcasts that I listen to every single time they do it. And, you know, it's just one of those things. So I wanted to give a shout out to Ariel Hawani today because it was his last day at MMAfighting.com. He's moving on to ESPN and his show, The MMA Hour, which in my opinion is the best show that has to do with MMA in any shape or form, you know, aside from, you know, the actual fights themselves. As far as somebody that covers the stuff, Ariel Hawani in The MMA Hour has always been my favorite show. And, you know, he's no longer there anymore, but he is moving on to ESPN and he'll continue to be doing his show over there as well. But wanted to give a quick shout out to him and a congratulations for moving on to ESPN. I'm very happy for him. And, you know, it's inspiring. It's inspiring seeing people like that continue to move on and reach their goals because Hawani said for a long time that ESPN is his dream job and now he has it and it gives people like me hope. So once again, congratulations, Ariel. He's somebody I've actually talked to on Twitter a handful of times, and he's given me some really good advice uh, throughout the years. So really, really cool to see what he's doing. Also, I want to make a quick shout out for the sponsors of the show who have stuck by with me right by my side through the thick and the thin, starting with Heroes and Legends. Heroes and Legends is a pro wrestling action figure and collectible company. They specialize in vintage magazines, programs, memorabilia, anything you can think of, all pro wrestling related stuff. Very easy to get a hold of. Just follow them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at HL Pro Wrestling. Once again, that's HL Pro Wrestling. They're nice people, and they do fair business. So check them out. Get your memorabilia. Get your action figures, your collectibles, all that stuff from Heroes and Legends. Also, shout out to Brian Jensen. Brian Jensen's a boxing coach. He corners professional boxers, but he can just help you get in better shape if you're just an everyday person like myself. Or if you're an MMA fighter, if you're involved in fighting, if you just want to get in better shape, like I said, or you want to learn how to box, any of that kind of stuff, Brian Jensen is the guy for you. The best way to get in touch with him is through Instagram. Follow him 
on Instagram and reach out to him at Atlanta Boxing Coach. Once again, that is at Atlanta Boxing Coach, all spelled out, all spelled out as one word. And uh, I was going to say last but never least, but I mean, I'm going to be mentioning these guys a lot during the show because we are doing predictions. And my predictions for WWE pay-per-views are always brought to you by WrestleRumble.com. So WrestleRumble.com is the place to be for fantasy pick'em contests as far as pro wrestling is concerned. Money in the Bank is coming up. We're about to do the predictions. And this is the prize list. Check this out, guys. I'm going to pull it up right now. I know what the top prize is, but I want to make sure I get all those on there for you. So first place, $1,000 cash. All right. Second place, $100. Third place, also $100. Fourth and fifth, both $50 each. And then there's MVP points on the line from first place all the way through 20th place. The MVP contest uh, essentially is a one-year ongoing contest from WrestleMania to WrestleMania. And the winner gets a custom-made belt as well as uh, $1,500 cash. That's $1,500 cash. So make sure to check that out. That's WrestleRumble.com. And also, sorry if you hear my mouse there, um, there is a takeover contest as well. A bunch of MVP points on the line from 1st through 20th place, as well as a Winged Eagle Championship belt. A replica WWF Winged Eagle Championship belt is on the line for the WrestleRumble.com Money in the Bank, uh, or sorry, the WrestleRumble.com NXT TakeOver Chicago. That's the prizes, and once again, Money in the Bank is $1,000 cash for first place. I'll be mentioning them throughout the show, but I always want to just give them the shout-out of all shout-outs for these episodes, because WrestleRumble.com is who makes this possible for the major pay-per-views. So, I'm going to give you some quick predictions on NXT TakeOver uh, Chicago first, and then I'm going to go a little more in detail on Money in the Bank. I think there's going to probably going to be some stuff that I don't even care about. And well, we'll get there. So take over Chicago. First up, we got Shanna Baszler versus Nikki Cross. I'm going to say Shanna Baszler retains her title and hopefully Nikki Cross comes up to the main roster with sanity sometime soon. Although I don't know when that's supposed to be happening. Uh, So once again, I'm going to take Shanna Baszler to retain. I'll take her via submission uh, with her rear naked choke. Uh, We got Ricochet versus Velveteen Dream up next. I'm going to predict this could possibly be match of the entire weekend. Uh, that's NXT and Money in the Bank included. I'm going to take Ricochet to win, although Velveteen Dream, I think, has the most upside of probably anybody on the NXT roster. Him and Adam Cole, I think, probably have are the two brightest futures of anyone on the NXT roster for when they eventually do get called up onto the main roster. Um, but Velveteen is just one of those guys, like, I don't like seeing him lose as often as he does, but at the same time... I feel like they're going to be pushing Ricochet up the card farther and farther. And Velveteen won't really get hurt by the loss because his character is so strong that he could really just go right into something new. So I'm going to take Ricochet and Velveteen. And I think these guys are going to try to make it a point to steal the show. After that, we got Gargano. (laughs) We got Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa. Chicago Street Fight. Um, You know, I was there in New Orleans for... uh, takeover when Gargano and Champa tore the house down. I expect them to do the same thing here in the Chicago street fight. You know, if any, if any match almost said fight, if any match is going to um, outdo Ricochet and Velveteen dream, it'll be this one. Uh, and I just expect it to be insane. I, I want Tommaso Champa to win. I'm going to choose Tommaso Champa to win. As far as Ricochet and dream, I'm going to say that's by pinfall, by the way. And with uh, Champa and Gargano, I'm going to say that Champa pins Gargano. 
and it's uh it's gonna be a crazy fight. I wouldn't be surprised if that main event of the show. Um, after that we got Alistair Black taking on Lars Sullivan. I'm gonna say Alistair Black gets the job done by pinfall with the uh, fade to black or black mass. Black mass is what it's called, right? His uh spinning heel kick. I will uh, I'll take Alistair Black. I just don't see Lars being the champion in NXT. I just don't see him being the guy there. But props to Lars for getting himself in this position because he's done a very good job for what they've given him so far. So, you know, Lars is uh he's basically playing the role. It's like uh it's like a puzzle, right? He's he's putting the right pieces in the puzzle when he needs to. So, I'm going to say that Alistair Black retains, but I think it's going to really help Sullivan out to be in a big match like that. And after that, the last match I have on here, the Undisputed Era of Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong taking on Oni Lorcan and Danny Burch for the NXT Tag Team Championships. It's unfortunate that Adam Cole is not uh, wrestling on this show, but I'm sure he'll be involved in this tag team match in some way, shape, or form. I'm going to say Undisputed Era retains their belts. Uh, I think this is going to be a great match, though. Oni Lorcan has been solid back in his days as Biff, you know what I mean? Like, been been a, keep my eye on him for quite a while. And Danny Burch is a guy who I actually became even more aware of after he left NXT because, so for those of you who may not have been paying attention, Danny Burch was in NXT for years. Um, and then he has been gone for a handful of years and recently came back. And while he was gone, and I want to say it was maybe only like a year or two that he was gone, he also was a part of the NXT uh, UK tournament, I believe. But... Uh, I saw Birch live at Glory Pro Wrestling last year. It was a show that was headlined by Mara Fuji versus Donovan Dijak. Dijak, who's now uh, a part of NXT himself. On that show was also Michael Elgin versus Cody Rhodes. It was a stacked, stacked indie show. But that all to say that Danny Birch had a great match. He wrestled uh, Kurt Stallion, who's a guy who's really uh, a really big name like in my circle of uh, of like indie fans and stuff. So... Kurt Stallion is a guy that I see all the time, and he's a really cool guy. I actually wore his shirt to the last independent show that I that I went to. But uh, that all being said, I'm a big fan of Danny Burch as well as Oni Lorcan, but I'm an even bigger fan of the Undisputed Era. I think that O'Reilly and Strong, they need to retain their belts and just keep doing what they're doing. In my humble opinion, the Undisputed Era is the best thing going in all of WWE. That's Raw, SmackDown, NXT, anything else you're looking at. The Undisputed Era is the best thing going. O'Reilly, Fish, Cole, and Strong. Those are my guys. Love that group. Love that stable. And I want them to just keep on dominating. So that's my quick predictions for NXT TakeOver Chicago. We're going to move right into NXT. Sorry, NXT. Who I wish it was more NXT, to be honest. Uh, NXT, I'm assuming, is going to be a much better show than Money in the Bank. Unless they pull some, some hats, some hats, some rabbits out of their hats. I'm a little rusty, man. It's been a while since I've done one of these podcasts. I've done like one in the last like month. This is not normal. I've been on Twitch so much, which of course I'll plug at the end of the show. But I don't have to talk nonstop during Twitch. I, I talk quite a bit, but not nonstop. And there's interaction. You know, I'm talking to people who are you know typing in a chat. So I'm getting right. Back. I'm getting used to being back in the podcast game right now. So what I meant to say was NXT is tomorrow night. I'm recording this on Friday night, uh, Thursday night, Friday night, middle of the night, I guess you'd say. And on Sunday, we have Money in the Bank. So I'm going to start off with the women's Money in the Bank. We got Ember Moon versus Charlotte Flair versus Alexa Bliss versus Becky Lynch versus Natalia versus Lana versus Naomi versus Sasha Banks. 
I'm going to say Natalia wins. I know it's low-hanging fruit. I know everyone's saying it, uh, but it's really what makes the most sense. Like, I'd probably like to see Sasha win it the most, I think. But I think it makes the most sense storyline-wise. And, you know, the whole Ronda Rousey thing with Natalia, it's it's almost, like, too obvious. That's the only thing keeping me from wanting to pick Natalia. But at the same time, like, I just don't think it makes any sense for anyone else to hold it, given the current uh, storyline, so... I'm going to go with Natalia to uh, win the Women's Money in the Bank match. And by the way, I was there at Money in the Bank last year in St. Louis uh, when Carmella won because of James Ellsworth. I loved the finish of that match. Everyone shits all over. I think it was like, I loved it. I thought it was perfect. Like, I had no problem with any of it. And then she wound up winning another one of those. But, I mean, whatever. I, you know, I think people give that a bad rap. I thought it made perfect sense storyline-wise and, like, you know, whatever. That's just my opinion. I thought the James Ellsworth thing added a lot to it. So, um, that'll lead me into, I guess I'll do the men's money in the bank match next. We got Braun Strowman versus Finn Balor versus The Miz versus Rusev versus Bobby Roode versus Kevin Owens versus Samoa Joe versus a member of the New Day, either Big E, Kofi Kingston, or Xavier Woods. Um, so this one's a hard one to pick. Like, if we're going kind of process of elimination and what would make the most sense for everyone, I'm going to look at it this way, right? So Braun Strowman doesn't need it, and it wouldn't make sense for him to even carry that briefcase. Like, he gets a title shot whenever he wants anyways because he's Braun Strowman. Uh, Finn Balor, he is my second most favorite pick, I guess, as far as, like, I'm gonna, he's not who I'm going to pick to win, but I just, if my pick doesn't win, I hope it's Finn. Uh, the Miz, I don't think he needs it. Although there's a lot of good storylines where the Miz could, you know, have the briefcase and maybe that somehow leads to maybe Daniel Bryan wins the WWE title between now and WrestleMania. Miz cashes it in, something like that. I don't know. There's a whole bunch of stuff you can do with the Miz. But he's already won Money in the Bank. He's already kind of lived that. You know what I mean? And he, he's another guy that doesn't need it. He's he's the Miz. I mean, he's a staple in WWE programming at this point. You know what I mean? Like, regardless. So... I just don't think he needs the win. Uh, Rusev, I unless Lana also wins, I don't because uh, I could see them maybe doing like Mister and Mrs. Money in the Bank, Lana and Rusev both winning. Unless that happens, I don't see Rusev winning, and I do not see Lana winning. So I'm gonna say Rusev does not get the win here. Um, Bobby Roode, he could really benefit from it, but he's floundering as babyface. I'd turn Bobby Roode heel yesterday, um, weeks ago, months ago. Never would have turned him face. Um, but we are where we are with him and I mean, he's, he's great, but it's just one of those things like, uh, maybe if he was a heel, I could see it maybe, but I just do not see Bobby Reed carrying that briefcase. Um, then we got Samoa Joe, another guy who just doesn't really need it. I mean, I'd like to see him get a big push. I just don't think he needs it. Um, and I don't see him carrying that briefcase. I, I really hated him losing to Rusev on SmackDown on Tuesday, by the way. I'm sure I was probably... He's probably pretty alone on that. Rusev has a huge fan base right now, but I, I think Samoa Joe should remain unbeaten, untouched, unless he's wrestling, like, Brock or Braun or something. You know what I mean? Like, I think Samoa Joe should be a, a monster killer, but, you know, hopefully they, they do more with him because the, the SmackDown roster is so ridiculously stacked. There's so much they can be doing with Samoa Joe right now. Um... As far as the member of the New Day, I, I don't see that happening. I mean, it'd be a, a pretty cool shock, but I just don't see it happening. I don't even know who's going to be in the match. You know what I mean? Like, most people are assuming it's going to be Big E, 
But I'm gonna I'm gonna say they go Xavier, even though like Biggie Biggie makes sense because of like his size and they can do a singles push with him. Kofi makes the most sense from like the actual match standpoint, where it's like you know, Kofi does crazy Kofi stuff in these kind of matches, and uh, you know people love seeing that. But I'm gonna say kind of dark horse Xavier Woods gets a little bit of shine, but uh, he won't win the match. And that leaves me with one person in my choice to win the men's Money in the Bank contract. It's going to be Kevin Owens. I think he needs it the most, and I think he'd be the best with the briefcase, the way his character works. Uh, you know, the sleazy, cheap cash-in that I'm sure he'll pull if he wins the briefcase. And, you know, there's a lot that can do with it. It also separates him more from Sami Zayn for the time being. And it also pushes him... Because here's the thing, you don't even need to push him into the main event if you don't want to, because the WWE seems kind of tentative to do that with Owens. They kind of push him and pull him back fairly often. You know, it, I just think that, you know, even if you have the briefcase, you don't need, necessarily need the push because you have the push in the briefcase. Like, whenever they're ready to pull the trigger, they pull the trigger, and then he's a main eventer, and he could potentially be the champion. So I'm going to say Kevin Owens walks away with the men's money in the bank. After that, we got Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass. I'm going to say Daniel Bryan. Most people, I, I think, are going to go for Big Cass in this one, considering Daniel Bryan has been beating him, you know, leading up to this. And I just, it's like, it's here's the thing. You got Daniel Bryan back after years, and he's still hugely over with the crowd. And who knows what's going to happen in his future, if he can stay healthy, this and that. You know what I mean? Like, you got him, use him, push him, get as much as you can out of him. And I don't mean that in, in a bad way. I just mean that in like a, you know, like make up for lost time. You know what I'm saying? And what else is interesting about Daniel Bryan is from what I understand, even though he's cleared to wrestle again, he has not re-signed with the WWE. So there's a chance maybe they aren't giving him like the mega push again because he might be leaving when his uh, contract is up the first day of September. So who knows? Happens to be the same day as All In. Just saying. But I'm going to take Daniel Bryan. I just... I just can't see, I shouldn't say I can't see them giving Big Cass that rub, but I just I just hope that they don't. Daniel Bryan needs needs it, especially with the people on the SmackDown roster. Like I keep saying there's so many built-in matchups with him and guys from SmackDown. Like, you got to give Daniel Bryan the win. After that, we got Seth, Ryan, Seth Rollins versus Elias. God, I'm having a hard time talking tonight. Seth Rollins versus Elias for the Intercontinental Championship. I'm going to take, Seth Rollins to retain, but I will say if Elias wins the IC title, that makes me way more excited potentially for SummerSlam. Reason being, um, if Rollins loses the IC belt, to me that means that they're gonna put him in the next title fight. I keep wanting to say title fight by the way because I'm playing so much UFC on uh, Twitch. I've been saying fight and fight and fight and fight and match is just not a word I've been saying lately. Um, but I think that Rollins would get that match with Lesnar if he loses the IC title. Um, because I just think that's the only reason you take the belt off of him. You know what I mean? From what we all understand, it's going to be Reigns and Brock again. We'll get into that a little bit, I guess, when I get to, you know, Roman's match. But if Rollins loses, I think it's a good sign for SummerSlam. If Rollins wins, it's a bad sign for the main event of SummerSlam. But Seth Rollins, in my opinion, is uh, the best thing going on Monday Night Raw right now. Monday Night Rollins is that's for real. I mean, he's he's the the highlight of the show every week, and it has been like that for a while. So, whatever they need to do to keep Seth Rollins hot with the crowd, 
they got to keep doing that. So I say he retains the belt on Sunday over Elias. And props to Elias, by the way. The guy gets a reaction from the crowd, like way bigger reactions than most of the roster on a you know super consistent basis. Like Elias is doing really, really, really good work. He's doing way better than I ever thought he would, um, you know, since I've been following his career back in NXT and everything. So good for Elias. He deserves a lot of credit. But I think Seth Rollins, he's, he's the man right now, you know. Um, after that, we got Bobby Lashley versus Sami Zayn. My God, is this storyline stupid. So stupid. I'm not going to get into it. Um, I think Bobby Lashley is going to win. I'm going to take Bobby Lashley in my predictions. I'd much rather see Sami Zayn win. Um, I'm a much bigger fan of Sami Zayn personally. Not not as like a human being, but just my personal taste in pro wrestling. And that's all I'm going to say about it. I'm going to take Bobby Lashley. The storyline is fucking garbage. Um, after that, we got the Bludgeon Brothers versus Gallows and Anderson for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. I'm going to say the Bludgeon Brothers retain. I just don't see Gallows and Anderson beating them. And hopefully Gallows and Anderson figure out something to do soon. I mean, they hopefully they got something kind of in the pipeline for them. Otherwise, they're just going to be shredding water on SmackDown. But I'm going to say the Bludgeon Brothers continue their, uh, you know, kind of running roughshod over the SmackDown tag team division. After that, we got Roman Reigns versus Jinder Mahal. Um, I will say this. Roman Reigns got a pretty good reaction on Monday. But I still think there's a damn good chance that Jinder gets cheered over Roman at the pay-per-view. They're going to be in Chicago. It's a quote-unquote, you know, smarky wrestling fan base. You know, it's... They're, I'm, I'm pretty sure that Roman Reigns is going to get booed out of the building and Jinder Mahal is going to get cheered and it's all going to be backwards and the fucking commentary is going to be giving us all that bullshit like they do every time Roman Reigns comes out and this happens. They're going to be sitting there going, telling the crowd... This is just one of those wacky backwards Chicago crowds, like how they do when they're like, this is a wacky backwards Montreal crowd and a wacky backwards Atlanta crowd and a wacky backwards Nashville crowd and a wacky backwards Los Angeles crowd and a wacky backwards San Francisco crowd and a wacky backwards Detroit crowd. I mean, literally, insert your city, your state, your country, India, whatever. It's all the same. It's happening everywhere. The only reason it didn't happen as bad this past Monday is because the people wanted Jinder out of the ring so badly that they cheered Roman. But by the end of the match, it was all pretty much back to normal, right? That all being said, Roman Reigns is going to win. It's going to be a spear, one, two, three, in the middle of the ring. There's no question about it. Roman Reigns is going to win this match. I really hope he doesn't wrestle Brock again for the title. I will say this, though, for those of you who might be new to my podcast, I do think Roman Reigns is very good in the ring, and he's better on the microphone than people give him. Oh, sorry, he's not. He's terrible on the microphone. He's better in the ring than what people give him credit for. He's terrible on the microphone. Don't get that twisted. And I also apologize for hearing the train in the background. Don't know if my uh, new, you know, fancy microphone here is going to cancel that out or not, but this train is loud as hell outside. But I'm just going to keep going. Even if he wants me to stop talking about Roman Reigns and Jinder Mahal, this train, so I'm just going to get off of it. Go into Carmella versus Asuka for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Asuka needs this win, I feel like. She really, really needs this win. I just, I mean, it's like you think that Carmella is going to, you know, retain the title. That's kind of how it all looks. But Asuka has not benefited at all from anything since WrestleMania. And really, either has Charlotte, to be honest. I mean, Charlotte beat her for the belt. And then, uh, then this is it. You know what I mean? And it's, this is kind of just where we're at. Carmella is a paper champion, but that's what it's supposed to be storyline-wise. 
I just think that Oscar really needs the win, and she could really benefit from being the SmackDown Women's Champion. So I'm going to say that Oscar beats Carmella, and we have a new champion. And I do, I do not know what they do with Carmella after this. It would be cool if James Ellsworth came back, though. Like he played such a perfect role as her pet. I think that's what they called him, right? It was like her pet slash manager, valet, whatever you want to call him. I'd really like to see them bring back James Ellsworth and help Carmella, like, you know, it, let, let me put it this way. If Carmella retains the belt on Sunday, I hope it's because James Ellsworth has made a return. It's a super long shot, but otherwise, I'm taking Oscar for the win. So for my official predictions, my official WrestleRumble.com predictions, don't forget to jump over to WrestleRumble.com and enter the Money in the Bank Pickup Contest as well as the NFC Takeover Chicago Contest. $1,000 cash on the line for uh, Money in the Bank and Winged Eagle Championship Belt Replica WWF Winged Eagle Championship Belt available for the winner at the NFC Takeover Contest. But, I don't even remember where I was before I said all those plugs. I'm taking all, oh, that's right, because I'm taking Asuka and I'm picking it for the, the picks. There you go. So I am taking Asuka. After that, we have Nia Jax versus Ronda Rousey for the Raw Women's Championship. Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. Rowdy Ronda Rousey. Huge fan. Huge fan of Ronda. Been a big fan of hers ever since her Strike Force days in mixed martial arts. Strike Force to the UFC to WWE. I'm a fan of Ronda. I've stuck by her side. And I think she's winning the Raw Women's Championship over Nia Jax on Sunday. I hope she does it. I think she's going to do it. I'm going to take Ronda Rousey to win. I'm still not impressed by Nia. I'm really not. You know, she's a big girl who does some power moves, you know, but she seems very green still to me. Um, she's gotten, a, you know, she's definitely better than she was when I saw her on, like, the Breaking Ground show on the network and stuff like that, but just not that impressive to me. I don't know. I know there's a lot of people that really, really like Nia, but I just, she just doesn't do it for me at all, you know? And it isn't because of, like, her frame. It's, you know, there's, like, for instance, like Karma, a.k.a. Awesome Kong, I was a big fan of hers, really big fan of hers. Um, I just think she's way, way, way better than I am, you know, just personal opinion. So I think Ronda's going to win. And the big question, right, is, you know, if Natalia wins the women's money in the bank, will she cash in on Ronda? We'll have to wait and see. And I'm sure that's that will most likely be a question on the uh, WrestleRumble.com pick them, so. They have a ton of questions on there, by the way. It isn't just winners and losers, how are they going to win. Um, and by the way, I don't think I've been saying like how each person's going to win these matches. I'll just go back real quick. I'll say Dan O'Brien by submission, Seth Rollins by pinfall, Bobby Lashley by pinfall, Bludgeon Brothers by pinfall, Roman Reigns by pinfall, Oscar by submission, Ronda Rousey by submission. All right, and that brings us to the main event, a last man standing match for the WWE Championship. AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. It's happening again. I think that Nakamura is going to punch AJ's dick right into oblivion. Just dick punch, dick punch, dick kick, dick kick. I think AJ is going to return some dick punches and dick kicks. I think a lot of this match is going to be revolved around kicking and punching people in the dicks. Um, I think Shinsuke Nakamura at the end of the night will stand tall as the ultimate nutshot king. The king of dong style, as Joey Ryan would say. I think Shinsuke Nakamura... Finally wins the WWE Championship. Although I've been saying that every single time that this match has happened since WrestleMania. Including WrestleMania. I said Shinsuke at WrestleMania. I said Shinsuke at every event since then. I can't remember where else they've done this. I think Greatest Royal Rumble it's happened. Uh, Backlash, right? 
Um, I think. So I think this is like the fourth time this has happened and the fourth time that I'm going to take Shinsuke to win. AJ Styles, for my money, best pro wrestler in the world. Any company. Overall package. I think AJ Styles and Seth Rollins and WWE, I'd, I'd, I'd say, you know, AJ Styles and Seth Rollins on Raw and SmackDown, respectively. Those are the two, the top two guys on, you know, one for each show. And then if you look at NXT, you know, I'd probably lean Adam Cole in NXT as of right now. But AJ Styles is the man. He's been a great champion. I just think it's time for them to try something new. Shinsuke Nakamura could become the first ever Japanese-born WWE champion. It makes sense. Just give him the belt and see what he does with it. I love the new theme song. I love Nakamura as a heel. Can't say enough things about enough good things about AJ. The phenomenal AJ Styles. He is the man. Once again, probably the best overall pro wrestler in the entire world. Not only in any WWE brand, but any company. That includes New Japan. That includes Okada. That includes Omega. Like I think AJ Styles, given free reign, is the best all-round overall pro wrestler in the business right now. And that's been that way for a few years now. Not saying there's other guys who aren't super close or other guys that are going to be better in the near future. But as of right now, AJ is the man. And I think it's time for Shinsuke Nakamura to get that rub and get that championship. So that's going to be it, guys. Those are my predictions for NXT TakeOver Chicago as well as WWE Money in the Bank 2018. Um, Make sure if you enjoyed this podcast to hit the subscribe button. Make sure you give me a five-star rating and leave a review helps the podcast out so much. I know it's said all the time, but it is the truth. Also, please make sure you check out my Twitch channel. I've been on there almost every single day, growing it slowly but surely. That is twitch.tv slash fight talk underscore. That's once again, twitch.tv slash fight talk underscore. You can follow my channel for free. You can watch my channel for free. But if you want to help out that little extra mile, you can subscribe it's, I think, $5 a month if you don't have Amazon Prime. If you do have Amazon Prime, you get one free subscription every month, and you could use it on me, and I get paid the same way as if you had paid for it. So once again, if you have Amazon Prime, you can get Twitch Prime for free. All you got to do is link your account. It takes like three seconds. Jump on my page, twitch.tv slash fighttalk underscore. Use your free subscription on me from Amazon, and boom. You're subscribing to my channel. You get some benefits like no ads. You have uh, some benefits in the chat, that kind of stuff. And I'm super interactive on there. I play video games, mostly EA Sports, UFC 3. I play WWE 2K18. I play both those games online. Then there's other stuff I mix in there, like Fortnite, NBA Jam, some retro stuff, you know. I'm about to start, uh, I'm actually working right now. uh, Once I have enough subscribers, I'm going to actually get a setup so I can do Nintendo 64 games and Sega Dreamcast games that I can broadcast while I talk to you guys as well. So we're talking... WWF No Mercy, WCW or NWO Revenge and World Tour and WrestleMania 2000. We're talking games on the Dreamcast. We're talking fighting games like Marvel vs. Capcom. We're talking everything. So, you know, I'm looking forward to doing all that. And once again, that's twitch.tv slash fighttalk underscore. Please make sure to follow me on Twitter as well at fighttalk underscore F-I-G-H-T-T-A-L-K underscore. Got merchandise available at whatamaneuver.net. That is whatamaneuver.net. Got t-shirts, hoodies, tank tops whole bunch of different stuff check it out anything i make on that website i put right back into this podcast and into my twitch channel to make it better for everybody and um what else is there i haven't done this in a while i know i'm missing stuff um i got my sponsors i'll definitely mention them i have a facebook page check it out at fight talk podcast all one word my pro wrestling articles are available at dailyddt.com that's dailyddt.com 
I haven't been writing much on there. I don't know if I'll continue doing it uh, much longer or not. I'm talking to them right now about some stuff and possibly... Oh, I'll keep it all in the download. I'm talking to them about some, some opportunities, but we'll see if that pans out. Um, but you can check out my mixed martial arts art articles every single day over at MMAonPoint.com. Once again, that's MMAonPoint.com. Check out my MMA articles. I do at least one news article a day on there, and I'm constantly updating their social media. Um, it's all at MMA on Point, except for Twitter, which is at On Point MMA. So make sure to check that stuff out and help support me, help support my friends, help support the channel, help support yourself. Because if you help support me, all this stuff gets better for all of us. All right. As far as my sponsors go, once again, thank you to Brian Jensen. Um, Brian Jensen can be found on Instagram at B, sorry, I almost said his old, his old handle at Atlanta Boxing Coach. That's once again, Brian Jensen the boxing coach at Atlanta Boxing Coach. Hit him up, get a knockout workout without getting knocked out. Also, shout out to Heroes and Legends, Heroes and Legends, the Pro Wrestling Collectible and Memorabilia Company. They're awesome and they're nice people. Make sure to follow them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at HL Pro Wrestling. And also, of course, WrestleRumble.com. WrestleRumble.com is the place to be. One more time, make sure you jump on there and do your picks and predictions for NXT uh, TakeOver Chicago, as well as WWE Money in the Bank. There are thousands of dollars on the line, big prizes, replica belts. It's all awesome stuff. It is the best. Check it out, WrestleRumble.com, and make sure to follow them on Twitter, at WrestleRumble. All right, guys. I don't know when I'll be back next, but I'm back on a regular basis once again. So, it's going to be way more pro wrestling stuff, not so much MMA, but if you're a fan of MMA, once again, check out my Twitch, because I'm talking MMA all the time on there now so that's where to be and i also talk pro wrestling on there as well of course but you know way more of a mix this podcast is going to be more and more independent pro wrestling and of course the big shows like money in the bank and uh takeover i'll also throw out there the show's over but i'll throw it out there um new japan's dominion was amazing i stayed up all night to watch it omega versus okada uh was Probably the best pro wrestling match I've ever seen in my entire life, and I do not say that lightly. That's that's something I do not just throw around and say that's the best match ever. I'm not like that. That was potentially the best match I've ever seen in my entire life. So shout out to them. Uh, shout out to the Young Bucks for taking home the uh, heavyweight championship uh, tag team. The heavyweight tag team championships. I almost said juniors because they were in the juniors for so so damn long, but finally made that move to the heavyweights, and they are now the champions. So congrats to the Young Bucks, and of course congratulations. To Chris Jericho, the new IWGP Intercontinental Champion, my favorite wrestler of all time, in my opinion, the greatest pro wrestler in history. Don't at me, bro, or do hit me up on Twitter if you do, if you agree or you disagree. But in my opinion, he's surpassed everyone at this point. He's surpassed Ric Flair. He's surpassed Shawn Michaels, Hulk Hogan. I mean, you, you can rate these guys differently depending on how you look at it. But for me, overall package, when I think pro wrestling, the best pro wrestler I've ever seen in my life. It was solidified at Dominion when he took home that IWGP IC Championship. That put him right over that edge for me. Chris Jericho, in my opinion, is the greatest pro wrestler of all time. That'll be it for Fight Talk today. I've been Steven Jensen. I will be back soon. Hey,